What the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and I am your host, Argyle, a.k.a. Pharaoh minus Pharaoh. <laughs> I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Slifer the Sky Dragon. I am Audrey, a.k.a. wishing a very pleasant evening to every member of the LGBTQIA BWXYZ community. <laughs> and this week we have our first guest of GX. Welcome, would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, I'm the first guest of GX? I didn't know that. I feel so honored. Well, it's still the episode. Right, well, yeah, but I didn't know what, who did the other one. But, uh, but anyway, hi, I'm Lucas, a.k.a. A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-N-Z, Dragon Buster, Trebuchet, Mortar, Machine Gun, Laser, Crossbow, Ballista, Missile, EMP, Shrapnel, Catapult, Cannon. So excited to be here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, can you say that again, but just like a little bit faster? We're, we're kind of we're kind of short oh, time a little bit faster. Come on, pick it up. ABCDEFGHIJKLMNOPQRSTUVWXYZ, Dragon Buster, Trebuchet, Mortar, Machine Gun, Laser, Crossbow, Ballista, Missile, EMP, Shrapnel, Catapult, Cannon. Eat your heart out. Eat, eat your eat your heart out. Eat your heart out, John Machida Jr. <laughs> and that's, 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 that's the that's the micro machine guy. That's an inside okay, joke. I was about to ask. Yeah, I was about to ask. All right. Uh, so hot. Yeah, it's episode two. Two of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Uh, and yeah. we we have Wildfire here, two-time Cup of Greed champion. Uh, yes, I, that is also what I am. That's true. <laughs> yes, I have, I have two AKs. Most I guess. importantly. Oh, that was Dan. Okay. Um, uh, Wildfire, would you like to tell us your experience with the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise? Um, yeah, sure. I can give a little quick overview. Apparently, if we're short on time, I will keep it. Uh, we're we're no, not I short know. on time, I, 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 know, I, know. Um, <laughs> I I have, I have, um, I have kind of a weird relationship, because I watched the original Yu-Gi-Oh! when it was coming out, and I was kind of like, cool, this is neat, um, but... It was just, you know, in that, like, four kids block with, like, Pokemon and stuff. So uh, it didn't really, like, grab me yet. It was just something I kind of watched. And then, like, the, weirdly, the things that kind of got me into it were, were through McDonald's because McDonald's gave away, like, three trading cards and, like, a Happy Meal or something like that. And then at some point, nice. I don't know if this was, was McDonald's. They gave away, like, a, a CD game that was, like, you just put it in your computer and you could, like, do little test duels with, like, the Pharaoh kind of thing, like, with really limited cards. And I would just play that, like, all the time. And I was like, oh, hell yes, this rules, love it. <laughs> um, so then I got really into Yu-Gi-Oh! after, like, around, weirdly I got into, got really into it, like, with the Orichalcos arc, which is when a lot of people <laughs> start to dislike Yu-Gi-Oh! But that's when I was like, yeah, this rules. Um, but, like, I followed it through all that, thought it was really good, cool, and then GX came out, and that was my game changer, which is why I was really excited to get to talk about GX, because GX is kind of my Yu-Gi-Oh!, in that, like, it's when I started to really dive into, like, the card game and, like, was buying the, uh, you know, packs and building decks or whatever, even though I've had a very loose understanding of how the game worked. Um, and I, I, I watched, I only watched, like, the first two seasons of GX. I never watched much of the third, and then fourth was only in Japan. Um, and then I got, like, back into it a little bit when 5Ds came out. I, my relationship with the show is always whatever show is on. Like, I was I was very impressionable <laughs> based on whatever I was watching mm. is how much I was into Yu-Gi-Oh! So I watched 5Ds, and uh, I around that time is when I started, like, actually like, going to game stores and playing the game a little bit, and I was terrible, but uh, I had fun. So I win-win in my book. Um, and then, like, around... I watched, like, a, most of Zexel when that came out, and then towards the tail end of Zexel, I started, I kind of got back into going to game stores and trying and playing. But at that point, the game was 
really over my head and I was doing even worse than I had ever done in person before. Um, but, uh, I, so I've watched all those shows. I watched a little bit of arc V. I haven't watched any of Vrains or sevens or however much of that out, but, uh, I love Yu-Gi-Oh! It is so over the top and amazing. And I, li- I like the game. I like the show. Big fan all around. But I especially love GX just because of... I, I don't know. It just has such a different vibe than all of the other series, I feel like. I think it's kind of like the weird redheaded stepchild. Weird redheaded stepchild, I feel like, in terms of all the Yu-Gi-Oh! shows. And I don't know. Just something about it has always made me come back to it and just love it, especially the first season, which is why I'm so excited to be here today to talk to you all. And thank you so much for asking me to come on. I've had an absolute blast with you all in the Cup of Greeds, and so I was really excited to be on the pod. Yeah, yeah, star yeah. people of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it probably gets a lot of that reputation just from following up Dual Monsters, which is the one that everyone knows. Like, you know, it, so it's a, it's a tough act to follow when you when you have to go right after something so iconic. Yeah, totally. And plus, when you don't have... Uh, like, they, like the, the game hadn't been updated, and so there wasn't anything, like, really new for it to go in terms of, like, the card game. Like, all the other ones mm-hmm. are, like, based around introducing new mechanics and new monsters and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this one, this one kind of has like archetypes. Yeah, like, this one kind of dives in more into the archetypes than previously. It really shows off like fusions a lot, obviously with Jaden's mm-hmm. deck. Um, and and later on, they'll even actually start to really go into ritual summons as a mechanic uh, with certain characters and their decks and what all. Um, but like, it it's a uh, it, it's it's got some of the the best characters in all of Yu-Gi-Oh, in my opinion. One of which being. Jaden Yuki, who is my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist. I'm sorry, no, no, uh, no fault flaws on Yu-Gi-Oh or Atem, but uh, I just love this boy so so much. Mostly because he <laughs> looks. I as a kid, I always liked him the most because red's my favorite color. I love superheroes, <laughs> and we both had a lot of very thick brown hair, and so I was like, <laughs> Jaden Yuki, you're my guy. Uh, mm. And all, and he's just a he's just like the chillest dude like i would hang out with Jaden yuki yeah <laughs> like I, I was really i was i really liked him like in these episodes like even in, in the first two episodes like he was like that too yeah like, he hasn't changed but like especially like i i started it really grew on me in these episodes like hey he's just kind of a fun chill dude yeah he literally like just he just loves playing the game so much and he doesn't care what happened like like the fate of the world can be uh in the hands of this duel and he's gonna approach it just like he has every single other one and that is to have as much fun as possible and i i just think he's kind of in that way weirdly kind of the most human and like he has like an actual arc that you guys are gonna see over the course of Mm. gx and i i just think that's really awesome and interesting um yeah like he's just he's here to have a good time and he's just again i was i was struck during these episodes i was like this is just your standard garden variety shonen protagonist, and I'm so weak for it. Like, he's so good. I love yeah, him. He's great. Yeah. I mean, he's literally my uh, picture in Discord, which was not a, uh, yeah. which was not a thing when I joined I, that I picked when I joined the Pot of Great Server. That was already my <laughs> yeah. icon in Discord, <laughs> because I just love him. He's a good, good boy. Yeah. Well, shall we talk about him yes, some more? Of course. Yeah. I have no idea what the first episode is called because I didn't write it down. It is called a duel, a duel in love, I believe. Oh, I'm so glad you wrote it down. Um, in the Japanese version, it is Etoile Cyber. Yes. Etoile Cyber. Um, and the episode opens up for the first time in Yu-Gi-Oh history with um someone actually explaining the rules of the game. Yeah. Thank you, Asoka, for my life. 
Yeah, or, I mean, not really. In but the like dub, he it's just... just Alexis listing off every category of card. So, like, every type of monster card, trap card, spell card, all of them. Yeah, real, yeah. It's, real, it's real riveting stuff for uh, I mean, folks mm. at home. Although I will also say, like, it really also drives home. And, and this isn't a slight on the actors and actresses in this show, because, you know, it's the first couple episodes. But the performances in these first couple episodes are really, like, kind of stilted. And, like, they don't sound supernatural with all the characters, especially with Alexis in this episode. Like, yeah. this is not how she's going to sound all the time throughout the rest of the show. And especially in this, she's just standing up going, like field spell cards and normal spell cards and i was just like no one talks like this <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean if somebody asked you to list off every type of uh Yu-Gi-Oh card would you sound all that uh thrilled about it yes i wouldn't it's very thrilling there's some cool cards to well be fair. you got me there yeah i could talk about field spell cards for a very long time i don't know about you are so you've seen someone skulls thighs come on guys let's yeah. <laughs> get excited but you know who can't talk about field spell cards is show who's Stupid. <laughs> sure. He's not stupid. He just gets stage fright. He's, he's yeah, nervous so, in front of class. So I don't remember. Is Cyrus sleeping? He's not sleeping. No, right? no, he's just not, he's just not paying attention. There's actually an amazing um, shot where Crowler, Alexis finishes, and then Crowler's like, uh, oh, great. Uh, why does, who should I pick on next? And then they pan over to Jaden and Cyrus, Judah and Cho, sitting in class. And it's just like they're very distinctive character models against like the background of flat <laughs> yeah everybody extras. else just looks normal yeah i mean for for what it's kind of in this you know the way you have you know the shot of like season one of Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's the caption is like oh i wonder who the protagonist of this anime yes. is and you, you sit in there that, that's what show looks like show in this shot is the one that looks like the anime yeah, protagonist totally. and judai is just sitting there being relatively normal he is like he does have similar baby energy to like Yugi, like I, I, I think. Yeah. I got, yeah. Is he? Is the is Dan Green his voice actor? Even like I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I don't know. You're speaking Japanese to me. Um, well, I think it is important to note that <laughs> all three of the dorms have like mixed classes together. Um, yeah. Yeah. So everyone, everyone is in um, the same class, which is interesting, given that they're like dorms are based on test scores so you think that there might be some separation out based on that but that's fine um so like show was asked like what is a field card spell and all of obelisk blue laughs at him and it's because he can't answer it and it's really funny that literally every single member of obelisk blue apparently has an ojo sama laugh <laughs> they literally yeah. all go <laughs> You see, it's like, what are, who are you people? That's that's the that's the real way they segregate the classes. They say, "What can you laugh at this?" And then they bring out Kronos de Medici, and then they segregate <laughs> the classes. Um, Mamma mia! Uh, also, Dan just pointed out in the chat, and I looked it up. Cyrus is voiced by Wayne Grayson, also known as Joey Wheeler. Just <laughs> completely going against type here. So. I mean, he's doing a great job. Uh, they don't sound that similar. Oh yeah, no, he sounds completely different. Yeah, like like yeah. Uh, Serenity's voice actor is one of the uh, Obelisk Blue girls later on, and she sounds exactly like Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, he asks he asks Cyrus Cyrus Truesdale, as we find out his last name is, uh, to tell us what a field spell card is, and uh, Cyrus just can't do it. No, he's he's a shy boy. 
He's dead in the water, and uh, Dr. Crowley's like, oh, oh, yes, I should have known better than to ask one of you slifer slackers. Uh, and and Jaden, instead of maybe, like, helping him and saying what a field spell card is, is, he's like, well, we can't be all, we can't all be bad. I beat you in a duel, huh, Dr. Crowler? <laughs> so just making it worse for everyone involved. Yeah, he just decides to drag him. I think, yeah, I think you, you made, like, a joke about this, but in the Japanese ver- version, Kronos does indeed go, Mamma Mia, at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he starts, like, chewing on his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he pulls out, like, a handkerchief and just starts, like, Argh! Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to fucking the other teacher whose name I still don't know, but you Kapoli guys keep Sensei. referring to him as Dr. Banner. Yes. Lyman um, Banner. Lyman. That was the wildest thing. <laughs> is I know this character very well, and he says, I'm Lyman Banner. And I was like, your first name is Lyman? What? And yeah, uh, we, we talked about it in the last episode, but definitely confirmed now. He's doing some sort of racist accent. Against who? We haven't we don't we haven't figured it out. Please write in if you <laughs> if you know. We we de- we I've, I'm caught somewhere between like an Asian accent and like a Jamaican accent. I I don't like it. No. Um, he's he's yeah. also legitimately in the Japanese version teaching alchemy. I have no idea yeah. what this has he's to do. He's teaching it in the dub things. too. Well, he's teaching dual alchemy in the dub. <laughs> Is he literally telling the students like that this class is going to be about the art of turning stuff into gold? Well, in the is that the kind of alchemy you're talking about? Well, in the Japanese, I think this was in the Japanese. I don't because I, I remember more what he said when I watched the sub because it was written. I don't remember exactly what he says in the English, but like he was saying, like uh, it's like specifically about turning something into gold. But the general idea is to turn base components into a noble material. So I think the idea is like. I'm going to teach you how to make a deck that's more than the sum of its parts, maybe. But then also, they do come back on this alchemy idea much later in the show, and it's not that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a... I just like like to think that he's doing, you know, Full Metal Alchemist here. Yeah, I... Like melting down cards and trying to turn them into gold. Yeah, Yeah. you know, last episode we were talking about, like, the similarity such that they are between this and like Harry Potter and like how in Harry Potter, they don't teach people math or anything as part yeah. of the, yeah. <laughs> as part of the classes. Um, what I it's appreciate here is that they apparently do have classes that aren't um, dual monster related, but it's instead Harry Potter classes. <laughs> it's well, they have like gym. actual, oh, actual it, real it, life. In the, in the dub, at least, he says, I'm, I hear, I teach, uh, like some of the less well known dueling techniques, such as dual alchemy. So, I, I, and doesn't explain what that means. No, not really. No. Like, that's when, that's when it cuts to, like, Jaden and his voice is muffled and you can't, can't actually mm-hmm. hear anything. Also, he has the cat in yes, class. Thank you. And his cat is called, who wants to Pharaoh. say it? He, it's called Pharaoh. He is, he is, called Pharaoh. He is yeah. Pharaoh, which does make it, him the pussy in the sarcophagus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Get his ass. I have a brand, and I'm sticking to it. If I do not make a pussy in the sarcophagus joke at every chance I have, is it really an Audrey podcast? Hey, uh, hey. Yeah. Sometimes, Official sometimes you pussy see, representative of the show, Audrey. Sometimes you, gotta, you see your opportunity, and you just have to take it. I applaud it. Yeah. You know I had yeah. to do it to you. Yeah, but also important to note about Pharaoh yeah. is that he is an extremely good boy. He, I, that is a great. He's such that's a, a good boy. to quote a famous internet video. That's a great cat right there. It's a great cat. He's a big meow boy. 
Yeah, he's also yeah, he's just in there like yeah. He's also they also draw him very yeah. round, which is very adorable. He's very cute. He's yeah. He's, he's perfect. And I would die I, for him. Look, he's it might not be healthy, but I you know that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, j- I just cats. like to see him. Give them a healthy diet. Maybe don't let them get as big as Pharaoh, but I I, I love Pharaoh all the well, same. Well, ma- male cats are a little bit bigger than female cats generally, so it might just be he might be normal. I mean, the Banner loves he's this a cat. Chunk. I, yeah, Banner yeah. loves his cat. We I all love the cat. Care of him. And the cat loves the students, too. Because yeah. he, he kind of, when we're not looking, Pharaoh like gets off of uh, Banner's lap and starts kind of rubbing up against Cyrus. It's very cute. I would, lo- I would love to have a class like this. Just uh, uh, goals. Please, more <laughs> teachers with cats. T- 2021. Um, that's the platform I'm running on. Um... Once, once yeah. uh, in person class resumes again, um, bring your cats. Absolutely. I don't want to yeah, see maybe twenty twenty two. In celebration of in person classes resuming, it'll be the perfect way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the next scene is um, Cronos de Medici is in the office. He's like writing a letter and he's being all like, "Oh, I fucking hate Judah Yuki." Before Fuck that you, guy. Sarah, before before you go into the contents of this letter, I just want to say that this mm-hmm. entire scene could be named "Uh Oh Sisters." <laughs> this entire Judai Yuki is an ugly slut. <laughs> um, I can't remember the rest of that scene. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, now we get the the like. So at first, I was just like. Oh, because he, 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 he grabs a, like, a lipstick and just applies a fresh red lip. And I was like, oh, nice, he cares about his appearance. But yeah, then same. coaxed me into a snafu because this is this is Kronos de Medici's trick. Because he puts like a Mwah! on on the letter, seals it with a kiss. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it turns out to be like a fake love letter that he's going to hide amongst uh, yeah. Judai's he's, possessions. He's very, proficient. he's very proficient at putting that lipstick on, by the way. As we will see later, this is not his first time. I mean... I think he, he he usually does prefer like a fresh purple lip. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that just maybe he's just changing it up. Oh, clearly, I'm yes. Telling you, I mean, he's, yeah. I'm telling you, this he's a fashion is the, icon. This is the Kronos de Medici uh, Instagram call-out post. We are watching it happen in real time. <laughs> you think he has his own line of like uh, cosmetics? Oh, absolutely. And they okay, all suck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, they suck. So, his his I just want to talk about his outfit briefly because I have a friend who runs like a fetish latex clothing <laughs> designer brand. That's not the words I thought were going to come out of your mouth, but continue. Um, And like, they're really cool little, like, she has like these kind of like gimp-esque hoods and little kind of like panty things, but all the clothes she designs look kind of like Kronosti Medici's outfit because they all have like little ruffles around the edge of them and they're exactly like his outfit and every time I look at them I start thinking about my friend's vanish latex clothing designer brand um, and it's very good. Maybe, may, well, maybe he's into that. I don't know. There's, I there's, him. Oh, there's I, a lot of fetish exploration in this episode, I will say. I mean, there's a lot to explore with Cronus de Medici in general. I, I mean, I, the thing is that I just love about him is just that he's the most extra human being on the face of the planet. Like, he just goes for whatever he's doing 100%. Like, he did not need to kiss that letter to sign it. Later on, it's just gonna, he just Absolutely keeps escalating. Not. He just, like, the, the man's brain is operating on a level that I don't think mine personally yeah. can. It's incredible to watch. Yeah. So, listeners. If you want to see what I'm talking about, 
Uh, go to softskinlatex at, in- at instagram.com at softskinlatex. There's some horny content there, but it's all just, I just think it's neat. Yes, thank you for so- sponsoring um, this this podcast, softskin.latex. <laughs> Enter coupon code POD OF GREED to get 20% <laughs> off on your next uh, purchasing of GIMP hoods and other such products. I'm I'm also pretty sure this is the point where we get what is one of the funniest lines I've ever heard in any anime. Where mm-hmm. he, like, goes off to do his, like, nefarious plan. Um, and he says, adios! No, wait, that's Spanish! Ciao! <laughs> I think oh, that, that, is that he might not be actually later. Italian, yeah, I maybe? think that's a, I think that's when he's at the dorm, but... Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, it's a which little is, bit which later. Is, which, but... did, which was amazing. I'm on the same page no, with but you. No, uh, but... Uh... I do want to talk about it now because he says that like later on when he's like lurking, waiting for Judai to be cooked into the snafu, um, and he's talking about, and he does say the line of oh, well, I'm going to do my evil plan," and then "Adios." No, wait, that's Spanish. Ciao, Judai. And it, it just implies that he's not Is really he Italian. Stealing and it's Italian just pretending. valor. I think he's stealing Italian valor. Wow, just I can't believe. It. <laughs> I can't believe he's been the, lying the to us this whole time. Truly, Kronos, we trusted truly he's a Call master of disguise. Um, yeah, I think the next thing that I have is when he's like planting the yeah. letter in Judai's locker. Yeah, because they they're in gym class. We see a bit of that. Um, we we meet the. He just opens up every. Uh, also, the gym teacher's name is Fonda Fontaine. Yeah, it is. I want to point out. <laughs> great name. Nice, uh, nice. Yes, uh, I love Bioshock. Crowler, yeah. Oh, great. Crowler is behind the scenes. He's just opening every single locker. They're all unlocked. For some reason, uh, and he 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 finds Jaden's shoes. Sometimes somehow he's able to just identify Jaden's shoes. Yeah, I have that done. He's just memorized. He what hates the him boys so much. Shoes look like he knows he, he hates him. In the sub, they have his name on them, but they took that out because it says Judai. Yeah. But they didn't put Jaden over it. So right. So he just is like, "Yep, definitely, definitely Jaden's." Even I... though everyone wears identical outfits in this school. I it's like too much to work. think, look at Kronos's drip. This is a man who pays attention to fashion. Um, yeah, yeah and yeah. also he absolutely hates Jaden, so he just also, knows every detail. Also, he is obsessed. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. If I hit a guy, you'd know I'm clocking his fresh red kicks, because I'm going to try and steal those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are those, Judah? I don't know what kind of, especially <laughs> since I, I I can't do his voice because he's speaking Japanese, but also an Italian accent. It's a lot of levels that I'm going on that I'm just really very impressed by. What's the next scene? Um, um, the next scene is him uh, doing sex crimes. <laughs> Cyrus shows up. He is. Do yes. Yeah, because yes. the shoes were actually actually in Show's locker because Judai is a is a is a little little forgetful little bastard. All right. Um. So Sho finds the the letter in his locker and is like, oh, a love letter from me? Mm." And then, like, reads it. It says, from Asuka, who is the the blonde girl who looks like Joey Wheeler, but longer hair. Yes. Um, And, like, has a pervert fantasy, and I hate it. Uh, I also want to point out, though, that, like... Why is that a pervert fantasy? It's just them running in a field. It's not like he's imagining her body. (laughs) That is true. I think it's just the tone, like, the general tone of this scene... And the way he was acting reminded me of the cursed My Hero Academia character of Great Boy. And mm. I just hate it. 
I mean, yeah, it, it comes off as weird, especially because, like, we haven't seen him be, like, interested in Alexis in yeah. any way, shape, or form, and then he's just like, well, I gotta take this opportunity while I can. Like, well, I think it's because, again, she's, like, the only named girl in the whole school, so, like, they're all of the, the boys are attracted to her. Yeah, it's pretty much just her and her two friends, and we don't even learn their names this episode. <laughs> I have to say one of the things one of the things that like struck me about this is that like I understand Kronos like really wants to get revenge. I don't know why he did his star pupil so dirty though. <laughs> like Asuka's one of his favorite students from Opalus Blue and he's like, I'm gonna like create the snafu for Judai by lying about being Asuka? I'm like, why would you do that, dude? There's gotta be other ways to do this. <laughs> Well, I, I guess it, if his plan worked out, she would never find out. Jaden would get expelled, so it wouldn't it wouldn't matter. And then he's just he doesn't have to live with it anymore. It's fine. I guess. Yeah, and I guess maybe he's yeah. aware that she's supposedly like the prettiest girl in school. So like he was like, I gotta go top shelf with this to trick uh, Jaden. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I gotta get the girl with the Joey Wheeler hair. <laughs> Come on, that's sexy. I, I can only imagine going into a hair salon and being like, give me the Joey Wheeler. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it's like. It just show him at... a picture of our Joey Wheeler. Like, bring the Joey Wheeler just mug. Just fuck me up. <laughs> and show, I got like, you, fam. Please, can you, can you give me this? You go to the hairdresser at the Kaiba Corp run dealing school and you're like, give me the Joey Wheeler. And they Super say, no, cuts. we're legally not allowed to because Seto Kaiba will They expel me. you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's long at the back, because she can only do the front herself and just has to let the rest grow, because she can't do it. Alexis in the front, Joey in the back. <laughs> hey! Um, but yeah, next scene... Yeah, so the letter the letter ends by uh, with saying, like, show, I'm confessing my love to you, meet me at, like, the girls' dorm or whatever, like, after school hours, like, behind, like, the back. I'll meet you there. Hmm. And show's like, I'm gonna sneak out wow he shows snake sight um yeah yeah i love i i love that the obelisk blue girls dormitory you cannot walk there you have to row over yeah, a lake. you have to you have to go over the lake so we we, we cut back to the the slifer red dorm uh jaden is there chumley's there and they're wondering where cyrus is uh, and we cut to cyrus and he's He's just just power rowing. Yeah, across he's never this rowed lake. so hard in his life. He's never yeah. rowed a boat ever. Well, true. And and now he's figured it out in search of love. I also don't know where he to got get across this boat. Lake. Well, I guess they just have them. They have they have they have docks. Jaden gets another one later, so I guess they just have them. That's, yeah, that's fair. Do the girls have to to like row across every day to get to? Well, they they have a class? motorboat that yeah. they, that's parked at the, their dorm. But I mean, like there is. Okay. I like to think. That they're all just kind of got big buff arms because they have to row to breakfast every single morning. But I think whenever you have a building that is like on a secluded island off the other side of a lake, uh, you have a, a wealth of boats readily available to you. So there, wait, the girls' dorm is on an island on an island. <laughs> yeah. It's a double island. Double island. All the way across the sky. Possibly? Who knows? Um... But yeah, well, while she was rowing, we kind of cut to the girls uh, in the bathhouse. Or we cut to the bath outside of the bathhouse, and you just kind of overhear the girls talking about their titty sizes. Which, like, to be honest, at first you might think, like, ooh, anime horny. But in fact, this is the most accurate portrayal of what girls' boarding school is like. And it doesn't Please actually show them. 
it doesn't actually like show them comparing titty sizes. So yeah. I was actually pretty like chill with it. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, that's literally all we talked about at boarding school. True. It was like, what are your titties like? <laughs> um, <laughs> How many stars? It's not in the dub. I think it goes yeah. without saying. <laughs> yeah, in, in, uh-huh. the, in the dub, it's just something where it's like, I don't want to go in the waiting pool because the boys are going to be annoying. And they're like, no, it's just the girls' pool. And then they're like, okay. Um, and well, what do they say? They're going to do like full tackle, like Marco Polo? Marco Polo? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know. Full wow, contact. But- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, we did play Marco Polo a lot in the swimming pool at boarding schools because my boarding school was fancy and it didn't have a swimming pool. And we, there was a lot of Marco Polo involved, so uh, that tracks as well. Um, and they put representation. They put all the girls in swimming suits here in the dub, I assume. Yes, they did. Yes, they. Yes, I assume okay. they get them from the same store. Burstina Tricks and a Twa Cyber get their uh, painted on <laughs> swimming suits to cover their <laughs> nudity. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, God, they just. They're just out there. I respect them. The sub may not, but I respect them. It's a um, bath. But yeah, outside the the bath uh, house, uh, Kronos is just kind of like waiting for Judai in this. <laughs> he has yeah. cut the locks to the girls, the gate on the girls' dorm. He is sneaking in. He has a camera, and he's going to take a picture of Jaden when he shows up. But you cannot yeah. go uh, get over the, skip over the fact that he has a stealth suit. He has a full yes. rubber like latex. Like he's he's wearing. He has it like so encapsulates. He's his wearing hair. the skull suit from MGS two. It's it's amazing. This is what I'm saying. It's, he's so extra. And then he actually, as I mentioned about the lipstick, he's wearing black lipstick to blend into the darkness more. <laughs> it's incredible. Yes. Yeah, he's just wrapping sponsor of the show soft skin latex. Yes, exactly. Full cat suit. It is. Enter code uh, Demedici, and you can find this outfit. It is pretty, um, pretty impressive that a man um, who has donned his black lipstick and um, put himself in a um, zetai suit um, is saying, "I'm going to make this child look like a pervert through my plan." <laughs> like it's it's a pretty impressive disconnect from the reality of his situation. Yeah, he but, is sitting yeah. in the bushes outside of a children's hey, hey, girls' school Crowler, door. Not- with, Dr. Crowler, how camera. did you get these pictures, man? How, yeah, yeah wait a minute. <laughs> That's an excellent point, actually. <laughs> like, if they brought that, to be like, okay, but why were you there, Crowler? <laughs> why were you there LARPing as a pervert? <laughs> um, yeah, this he is where he day. says ah, his... You beat me to it, Argyle. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, this is where he says his adios. Wait, no, that Spanish chow line. Um, and then we do cut inside the baths, and they're, like, really fancy... They're also talking about the other thing that is the only thing that girls ever talk about in girls' boarding school, which is boys. Boys. Um, boys. Boy problems. Who's got them? Boys. Alexis Rhodes. Um, Jaden and Asuka's got him. Uh, yeah, like, because I think, like, they kind of, there's some implications that, like, Asuka kind of likes Jaden, and they're, they're just all like, oh, what are the cute boys in school? Mm, what about that Jaden Yuki? Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, like, hear a noise from outside, and they're like, oh, what's going on outside? Um, Cyrus has snuck in. Yeah, which uh, was not what Kronos de Medici was expecting. Yeah, Doctor Crowler doesn't e- isn't even like, well, I could I could at least get this guy expelled. He's just like, well, fuck it. I well, this fell through. Can't yeah, because because he sees Cyrus and then he freaks out and then that's the noise that make the girls all come out and like mm. he has to like he like falls backwards into the water and they don't see him and they catch Cyrus. 
Yeah. And yeah, he's just like, because he's just like, oh, this is not my plan. And like runs away with a funny high knees run. And I love him so much. And this is when I noticed that his like black cat suit has like a gap at the back for his ponytail. Yes. I love him so much. <laughs> yes. It's yes. fantastic. It's very good. It was so nice of your friend to make that custom for him. <laughs> and yeah, like, um, Sho is just kind of just like sitting there, sitting duck outside, and gets caught by like 20 girls in tiles. What's Who then proceed to tie him up? Yeah. Oh? Oh? Yeah, they bind his hands and like have a length oh, of rope. Yeah. They're pulling him they around. They do. They do do that. Yes, yeah. they do. Um, what, what I find really interesting about this entire situation as Sho is like captured by 20 girls and tied up is that he's like very steadfast through it. He like doesn't flip up. He's like, he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. I got a love letter. Ask Asuka. And Asuka's like, I did not send you a love letter. And Joe's like, you did though. I have it here. It's a love letter. And she's like, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell no, you. No, I didn't write this. Also, this is addressed to Jaden. Yeah. That's also, the big one. Fool. It's actually, it's really nice that like, they just kind of feel sorry for him. <laughs> yeah. They're not like, ew, you fucking pervert. Uh, disgusting. We're gonna get you arrested. They just kind of look at him. They read the letter. They're like, well, the evidence clearly shows us that this is just a it's bit just, of a sad yeah, it's situation just sad. here. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, it, in the dub, they're like, what, why would Alexis ever want to date you? You know, she's a really good duelist. You're not. She's an obelisk blue. You're a slifer red. She's really hot. And then it cuts off. Uh, just like Alexis's friends, just like have a thing for her, I guess. Yeah, there's also there's also a great gag when they're reading the letter in uh in the du- in the sub they say the reason she knows she didn't write is because she says my handwriting would never be this sloppy. In the dub she says Cyrus, my name isn't even spelled right here. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're kinda of trying to decide what to do with him. Like there's a bit where like the door mistress comes out and they like hide him by sitting on him. Fonda yeah. Fontaine. Um, uh, Fonda like Fontaine. I said, Which there is there's a lot of um, fetish exploration here. Here we um, see they, they, the, human, the girls do sit human on him, furniture. Yes. Yeah, here we see the human furniture fetish in action. Um, yeah, he's getting leashed up, getting sat on, getting I can't think of a third one. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the I don't know really know why this is in here because like nothing happens. Like they just hide him successfully, and then um, Asuka comes up with like a she's like mm, I see this letter and I have a plan as <laughs> to how this could Yoda? involve me what? dealing <laughs> Jedi I, th- that's just my general plan voice that does not reflect Asuka <laughs> um, so yeah she, she she's now going to coax Jedi into a snafu which kind of again possibly because she fancies him who knows well, mostly, well, also because mostly... she just wants to duel him yeah she, she yeah. really wants a chance to duel him so she like pages him on like his PDA or whatever it is, and with sends a him, with a voice yeah, modulator him, on, like sends like him a, a ransom letter. Yeah, yeah, sends him a nightcore ransom letter, um, and says like we have show come to you know the obelisk blue girls dorm. They're doing Q you... voice, like trust the plan. Q. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's like high pitched nightcore in the Japanese version. <laughs> Which is really unnecessary when you think about it. They could have just said, hey, we like, like, but they were like, no, we gotta go all the way with this. Yeah, come to the Obelisk Blue Girls dorm and wonder who you're gonna duel. I'm right here on the lake. Jane rows across the lake. (laughs) Uh, It gets there, they explain it, and they they say... Um, Kronos de Medici, who is still just in the lake. This will come up later again and again. Yeah, he he has, I think this is the point where he 
it's either now or like very shortly after this where he goes this situation has grown patently ridiculous while being a grown man in a cat suit swimming in the lake by a girl's <laughs> dorm at night it's like has it dude yes. i wonder how we could have avoided this yeah you could fucking maybe, love him. maybe get some perspective on that one chronos <laughs> yeah bro this is your fault explicitly yeah um yeah Jaden shows up and the, the girls are like okay we found cyrus snooping around uh, and we, we could turn him in and get him expelled, but we won't do that if you duel me and win. But if you lose, I'll, I'll get you both expelled. Right, cause he's uh, because he's now also you're, you're, all, you're also trespassing on the girls' dorms. Right. Uh, so they, they get on the boats, and they go out on the lake, and they have a duel. Which is an awesome setup for a duel, can I say? Like, two people yeah. on opposing rowboats? That's, that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I just, like... Because Cyrus is sitting there, like, trying to be like, oh, it was not my fault, blah, blah, blah. And Judai just kind of, like, doesn't really care about his explanation. He's just happy to deal. He's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Let's deal. Yeah! <laughs> it, yeah. Um, Love my boy. In any situation, he's willing to duel, basically. I'll take you yeah. on. It's a duel. <laughs> it's the only time he feels it's alive. It's a duel. Um, I will say, I'm pretty sure that, like, none of the main characters, based on what I've been reading in the manga, um, have, like, decks that are either 100% or even, like, sort of vaguely close at this point to, like, what ends up being their, like, signature decks. Um, uh-huh. But um, Asuka's deck right now is just sexy ladies, and I appreciate her for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, They're just cool and sexy. Well, yeah, it's just ladies, but it's also, like, dancers and figure skaters, which is yeah. she's not. she's neither of those things. And, like, th- that would almost be a more appropriate deck for Taya, because she was a dancer. But, like, yeah. it's yeah. just, like, these cards are vaguely feminine. Let's give them to Alexis. And I say vaguely fe- feminine, ironically, because in the uh, uncensored version, Atwa Cyber just has her titties out. Nice. Yeah, I respect her. Um, what I also like about all the mo- like all the monsters in this duel is like when they move around. There's like cool surfing water. Yeah, splashing yeah. Effects. I really like the the skater one when she summons yeah. it. It kind of it's a great it environment. Flips and tricks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a whole lot. I mean, the duels go by pretty quick in, in this yeah. show. Yeah, especially in these early episodes, the duels are really fast. Uh, yeah. Probably the biggest thing I noticed is this, we get a new uh, elemental hero from Jaden, which was one of my oh, right, right, which right. was one of my favorites when first watching the show, so much so that I bought it online at like age eight because I was like, I need to have him, which is Elemental Yeah, I really hero, like Thunder Sparkman Giant. and Clayman, and this is a fusion of the two of them. Yeah, Sparkman's my favorite e-hero. Burstinatrix is a close second. <laughs> there is actually one thing of note to me in the duel, which is um, Asuka's like first damaging attack is an attack that she does um, that requires her sacrificing some of her own life points um, mm-hmm. to do more damage. And mm-hmm. this is the moment when Judai falls in love with her. Literally every man. Oh, yeah, yeah, as, yeah. As I said before in the last episode, literally every man in the this series is in love with uh, uh, is in love with Asuka, and they are correct for doing being so. <laughs> um, but uh, this is the moment where Judai he literally has the line like willing to like take down other other people at the cost of even her own life points. What a woman! And I'm like, all right, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's in the dub too. He he he's like, yeah, I th- I think even I'm falling for you. Yeah, Which, something like, he's like yeah. it, it kind it kind of comes off like a joke, but kind of doesn't. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's the extent of most of their flirting, at least in the dub, is like it's kind of like wink and shush, then more mm-hmm. than like explicitly like Jaden being like, "Damn, this is, like Alexis is very hot." And I I really like the kind of uh, what I think has happened in most of Judai's duels, where like 
Um, and actually, this 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 carries through because like I've been watching Haikyuu, and the same thing happens in Haikyuu. Whenever like he has just like a really strong opponent who does something like just really strong, he's instead of being like, "Oh no, this thing is gonna hurt me," he's just like, "Oh wow, that's so cool!" Because he says it in this duel immediately before he gets like all his life points taken away yeah. and is beat down to two hundred life points, and it's just it's really funny and it's just so good. Yeah, he he is always up for a he challenge. Likes, he doesn't he get scared. L- yeah. No, he loves to go against, like, other duelists and see them do well because, I mean, he wants a challenge. He wants to, like, actually have uh, someone who makes it hard for him to win. I also think this is the first time someone else uses fusion in in uh, against him, right? Because Chaz and Crowler in the other first two episodes don't use fusion, right? Yeah. Right, so, mm. so Alexis is the first person to challenge him with his favorite technique. Uh, and it's supposed to be significant, yeah. I guess. Um, and yeah, like, the way he loses is through, like, a, again, like, a field spell, which your show is like, oh, that's a field spell. I can now tell you what field spells do, which is good for show. Yes, I think this is also the first appearance of Fusion Gate as well, which will also become a signature card of his. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, he wins, like, his final winning thing is, like, this electric attack, which I only mentioned because, like, Kronos Dominici is still in the league and, like, gets shocked by this attack. Which doesn't make any sense, because it's a hologram. (laughs) Look, the the line between them being holograms and being yeah, real has always been blurry. I know, but he's not even in the duel. <laughs> he literally, Kronos the Medici is, is watching this from the lake, and he literally recreates the good afternoon girl, I'm in the water, help girl, I drifted out to sea, girl, where are you, I can't fucking swim, <laughs> girl, why I fucking drowned meme, <laughs> as this duel ends. Kronos the Medici getting lost on, like, on Periscope, on a jet ski, out, out in the open ocean. <laughs> And like at the end of the episode, like I don't know, things wrap up. Judai wins. He's like, "Wow, what a fun deal!" Takes show away, and just kind of like the closing sort of shot of the episode is Kronos to Medici just being in the lake and then like passing out. Presumably, he drowns. So, <laughs> don't know who's in the next I, episode. I don't think you. I don't think you can. I don't think you can kill Kronos to Medici. I think he's an immortal being. Yeah. He'll take he's a lot of un- but unkillable. He takes a lot of punishment yeah, over the course of the show. He's already undead, you know. <laughs> Can't kill him. He doesn't need to breathe. Yeah, the only other thing I note I think of note to say is that like, yeah, when the duel's over, like, he compliments Alexis as being like, Yeah, hey, it was really close actually. You're clearly very skilled and that's like more of that kind of like respect each other flirting maybe kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. She's she kinda like stares after him like, Oh no, I've I've fallen for this duelist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then I think like we, I think we zoom into her thoughts or one of her friends' thoughts, and being like, "Is she falling for the slifer red?" Like, oh, yeah. All right, who wants to get their game on? I am Let's always ready to get my on. game on. Let's go. Uh, who wants to go first? Argyle, you're at the top of the list in Discord. Okay, yeah, I've, I've just been playing Yakuza 7. Tell uh, us about the boy. No. Okay. Audrey? <laughs> you can, cool. look, I, I really like it. It's really, really good. Uh, I love Ichiban. I love all the other party members. I did just record, a, like, an hour and a half of uh, Kamarocho Radio yesterday talking about it. So, like, if you want to hear my thoughts in long form, go go hear it. it it's, mm-hmm. it's a good game, though, and I'm... Uh, as someone who does not play JRPGs, I like it a lot. Like, so, I, I don't know. I think that really speaks to how good it is. Cool. Nice. Anyways, Audrey? Yeah. 
Um, so I'm still playing Darksiders. Again, I'm trying to be more completionist uh, with it than I've been before um, and get some of the achievements I haven't gotten before. Um, so this take me slightly longer. But uh, recently, uh, a few episodes I was talking about playing Wolfenstein uh, New Order. Um, nice. Which ruled, and I did actually just finish recently, like, le- in the week leading up to the election, um, Old Blood, which I guess is, like, a DLC, kind of. It's its own separate game. Yeah. But it's... It's... it's mm, Alright. It's like a prequel. It's really interesting, because it's eight chapters long, and the first six chapters are Wolfenstein shit, and then the last two chapters are Nazi zombies. So yeah. okay. that was interesting. I was not <laughs> expecting zombies. Um, but uh, listen, they're like really solid games. I want to get New Colossus now. Um, I would say New Colossus, not as good as New Order. Yeah, I, New Colossus is almost not worth playing, really. Oh, no! I think it's good. I That's still think sad. it's good, but I don't think it's as good as New Order. Yeah, I, I was disappointed. I have heard that it wasn't as good as New Order, but like, old, I really enjoyed New Order and Old Blood. So, And it was like very rewarding to be killing Nazis in the lead up to the election. Yeah, I'd still give it a shot, though. Yeah, yeah. I just think that like New Order never really lived up to Joy Division. Um, mm, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. That's that's my joke. Yeah. Also, I don't have a game. Great. <laughs> uh, Lucas. Um, in since I started quarantine, I've been I decided to challenge myself to play through all of the Assassin's Creed games because I loved Oof. those games when they were coming out, and then I stopped playing them halfway after starting four and not liking them not liking it and then just like didn't play any after that so i was like now's a good time and so i've been playing through all of those and man what a wild uh <laughs> swinging arc of quality a lot of ups a lot, lot of downs yeah a lot uh? of ups although i found the ups and downs more surprising than uh i thought they would be i actually uh thought assassin's creed unity was pretty damn good i liked that one even though that's the one everyone hates yeah so i've got uh another friend who's been doing that and doing like discord screen share over the past few months uh doing the same goddamn thing playing all the assassin's creed games and unity i'd never played it but it does seem like it's better than i thought it would be the, the main you, reason people dislike it's it kind of rough though yeah well the main reason the, people yeah. dislike it is because it was super busted when it came out like it yeah, just didn't work yeah and so they, they ironed most of that out by now but like it still just doesn't run well but yeah. like i thought the story was actually really cool and like running around france was one of the best locations but like uh uh-huh. so i enjoyed that one syndicate was okay mostly uh i i did oh, finish I like syndicate yeah i like syndicate I did go back and finish four, and it, I, it was still kind of boring just because I, 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 it's not very Assassin's Creed to me if I can't spend a lot of the time running around rooftops, which there isn't that much of in that game. Um, oh wow, you're actually like kind of the odd one out. I yeah, know I know. Everybody I know likes the most boat people, combat. Most people. I know. I, I like the boat. I like the boat combat, but I just didn't like that. Like so much of it was boat combat. Like I, you think you need a good balance, and they didn't balance it super well. And I, yeah. just, I just didn't think the story was that great either. And the places you do get to run around are really yeah. that great to run around. Um, either. The, and then so the I, emotional, I just... the emotional highs and lows of uh, Ubisoft's flagship uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I just finished Origins, which is, like, my first of, like, the new, like, reboot kind of new approach games. Yeah, I haven't actually played, uh, yeah, I, Origins or... I wasn't a big fan of it in terms of, like, it just doesn't feel enough like Assassin's Creed. I thought the story was pretty good, and the locations you can run around are really awesome, but just, like, gameplay-wise, it felt kind of like a different game, and I have just started Odyssey, yeah. and it feels like they kind of went more in the direction of being less like Assassin's Creed, so I was kind of... 
disappointed in that. No, yeah. But... Uh, from what I've seen of Valhalla, they're 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 going further and further afield of what you might think of as traditional like Assassin's Creed gameplay, which is a ridiculous thing to say because it's a franchise that's existed for like ten years. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, it, it's. Uh, I mean, some people like it, some people don't. You know, it's not for everyone. Um, I think Valhalla definitely looks interesting. Uh, it, it's got some neat things in it, yeah. but it, it's also like it's not really going back to like what you might think of. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna the, finish the Odyssey because I I mean I own it, so I'm gonna get my money's worth out of it. But like I'll finish Odyssey, and from what I've enjoyed so far, I definitely am having trouble thinking I'm gonna like it. But I mean, also I said the same thing about Origins, and I got more into it as the game went mm-hmm. on. But I'll probably wait on Valhalla because I'll probably at that point I'll just be Assassin's Creed out and I will be like, no, no more. I can't keep doing this to myself. We'll play no more Creed instead. in this ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't that's, I can't ask any more Creed. The segment. <laughs> um well, before we get our uh, are you finished creating your ass? Yes, I am. Thank you. I'm, I'm right. sorry if I went on too long. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm sure I'm sure if, if Mike's judge isn't necessary, he could edit some out. Um I like to hear it though. But before we get our game off, I want to give a quick shout out to our $10 patrons. Yes. Because we have two of them, which two. are Nero, Wyvern, and Sarvis the Dry. Thank you both yes. for stepping Thank you up so for $10. Thank so much. Sarvis recently upped their, uh, their, their pledge to $10, and it was uh, very exciting for all of us. Yeah, I logged into Patreon and I literally did, did Parker's face. It was kind of embarrassing. Hell yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah, we need to start organizing what we're going to ship out to y'alls. Um, but more yeah. of that at the end of the episode. It is now time for episode 4 of GX, mm. which is called Five Part Fusion uh, VWXYZ in the sub. And uh, raring to go in the dub. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, it's not a good title. <laughs> oh, I mean, I get it. It is kind yeah. of a pun, but it does suck. You know, it's a pun, um, but it's not a good pun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this... Is this, does it start with Because they're us? rare cards. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, yeah. I'm with you now. You did it, uh, yeah. it This one starts, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with the, the a bunch of battleships and helicopters. And yeah. The mo- just the most... I remember the Navy? Yeah. The, most, the whole fleet. The most over-the-top way to transport trading cards. <laughs> I really thought that Dual Academy was at war. <laughs> yeah, they're like we've we've been through so much. We've gone through submarines and other fleets. People have tried to attack us for what we we have here, but we're finally almost at our objective. And they're closing in on Dual Dual Academy Island, uh, and you know we're going to deliver these rare cards. And he has it's like the captain of the ship has just a suitcase with the Dual Academy logo on it. I can only uh, imagine how many men died on the way here. <laughs> yeah, people uh... died to to deliver these cards proud to serve um um i don't i don't think we actually hear at this point in the sub what is in the briefcase correct me if i'm wrong sarah no like i don't think there's any dialogue it's just like the shot of the navy ships and then the shot of the briefcase which you know does say in big letters dm on the side of it so i mean we know what's in the briefcase but it's not as uh, it says you know explicitly um uh, it says DA. Whatever it's the, the Dual Academy is. logo, not Dual Monsters. Oh, is yeah, it? It's the, it's the DA. Yeah, it's the, it's DA. It says Dual. Uh, it's the it's the Dual Academy logo, not the. Yeah. L- listen, I can't read, or well, I can, but I choose not to. <laughs> I'm just absolutely obsessed with Kaiba having a navy now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Kaiba Corp made weapons at first, right? So they must be. Left yeah, over they did. That. So he's he's just back to doing that again. Well, no, I imagine 
Well, I imagine he took over the company and was like, no more weapons. And there's like, well, we have all these weapons already. We have a, like a private army. Like, because remember, they will use them to protect the rare exactly. cards. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he was like, if we. Yeah, in, in DSOD, he had the secret police. So now he's just upgraded to a full military. They might not be as high tech as the, the cyber soldiers, but uh, they're pretty yeah, formidable. Yeah, in the budget only right. stretches so far. If we must have an army, they will only defend Dual Monsters cards. That is all they will do. That's basically what he said. But yeah, if you thought that scene was good, the next scene... Oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's So it like smash cuts to um, our favorite Osiris Red um, dorm room where show huh. is straight uh, up... Yeah, Sarah? Osiris Red? Carry on. <laughs> yes, Osiris Red, where show is um, straight up doing devil worship almost. Um, yeah. So... He has constructed an altar to Osiris, who, I mean, again, is the god of the dead, so, um... To Roger Slifer. (laughs) To Roger Slifer. Which has got to be dangerous in this world, because, like, it's, we know it's real. Like, like, you gotta be careful. Oh, I was just saying that he's, he's praying, he's praying for success on his exams. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, because, like... You know, he's praying instead of studying. That tells you all you really need to know about show, to be honest. Um, but I assumed that this was, like, parodying, like, a specific Japanese religious practice that I just don't know enough about to kind of understand what exactly it's parodying. Um, don't know if everyone's more than a weeb than I am and knows what's going on here. No. I mean, you see, when you see, like, things, like, st- for for studying, they're, like, I-, I believe, please do not quote me on this, I believe, I have seen in other anime, like, people, like, praying, like, this... Again, not necessarily full archer, but, like, the headband is very common, um, and, uh, like, the success charms are, like, the luck charms in the headband I've seen in other anime before, so, like, that, that part of it, I think, is probably uh, coming from somewhere, but, like, the altar with the candles, um, I have yeah. not seen before, but I cannot yeah, so, say yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's constructed, like, a, a little... He's got, like, candles up and a poster of Slifer on the wall, and he's got a headband on... With three uh, reborn the monsters in it, and mm-hmm. another one underneath the poster, and he is praying to Slifer, please, I need to pass these exams. I, yeah. I, uh, and meanwhile, Jaden is dead asleep. Uh, even as the even as the alarm clock on. goes off, uh, he he's just passed out. And Cyrus doesn't even bother like waking him up. He just runs out to go to the exams well, and he, try, he tries to wake him up because cyrus has apparently been awake all night bit. he's cyrus has apparently been awake all night praying to the egyptian god and then in yeah. the in the sub what happens here is like you know he's trying to wake up uh judai to like be like oh judai you have to study and like hayato who's in the top bunk is like chumley bro what the fuck are you doing like you, d- you don't want to- don't help him. You have to compete with him. You want this guy to suck. What are you doing, Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that I, in the dub, too. I, 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 like, I, trust, I just, yeah, trust sorry, no I forgot one, about not it. even yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> trust no one, not even your fellow Slifer Red uh, comrades. Um, Osiris Red. red. Um, yeah, so, sorry, my moment of <laughs> It says Slifer in the subs, okay? Yeah, and also, you can't say Osiris Slacker. Actually, wait, that doesn't sound terrible. But the point is, Slifer Slacker sounds better. <laughs> So, yet again, this show, like, shows off, um, this show is so good at, like, cuts. Um, yeah. Just, like, smash cutting between two things that just make me lose it every single fucking time. Because, like, show runs yeah. out of the test, he's running like, ah! He does say the very funny line of, I have to become a hard-boiled Judas, 
hard boiled <laughs> Jewist. <laughs> hard boiled Jewist. <laughs> Listen, D and J are the same letter. <laughs> um, oh. and yeah, like. He, like he's running, he falls over, and then we smash cut to Judai also running like ah! I'm late, he's I'm running late, I'm around late. at the speed of sound. Mm-hmm. He is, he's got like some boosters on his shoes. Yeah, or there's something. literal he's... dust clouds behind him as he rushes. Yeah. It's impressive. The boys are running. He's going uphill to to the exams. He's I don't know what Fonda Fontaine's put these kids through in gym class, but his speed is phenomenal. Surely it should be a show running up that hill because he made a deal with God. <laughs> To uh, get him to swap their places. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, Jedi runs past a woman who is pushing an entire ass van up a hill. Yeah, strong old woman. Yeah, she's fucking shredded, but she's not quite shredded enough to put to push the whole van up the hill. Um, and when when Jedi passes her, he's like, oh no. Should I do? Uh, I I could. Well. Do I be late for exams and help the old lady, or do I get there on time? And he's like, well, I'm late for everything anyway, so he turns around and uh, helps the old woman. He's a good dude. Judai is crushed once again by his good boy genes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he he, he has an incurable disease, which is, oh, I can't not help someone. Mm -hmm. And I love him. He has to- his mind- Hero energy. His mind is is like a flowchart. It's like, um- do I need to help somebody? Yes. Can I Can I do that through dueling? Yes. Then 100%. All the way. I know we've left the game zone, but this is just making me think of uh, Kasuga Ichiban from Yakuza 7. <laughs> just like, ah! always has to help someone dumb as a oh, rock and just like... Now you want to talk about Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now I want to talk about Yakuza. Um, but yeah, like, so yeah, he, he, he helps her out. Um, and then we, we cut to, to the exam and like... Where Show is literally asleep, mm-hmm. presumably asleep. because instead of studying or sleeping, yeah. he prayed to a yeah. card. Um, and then, like, Judai arrives late. Uh, and he's blah, just blah, blah, blah. talking to Cyrus. That Like, Dr. Banner's there, like, watching them, and he's just like, Hey, Cyrus, what's up? You fell asleep, buddy? You're gonna fail yeah, like that. You're not even whispering. Yeah, he's just screaming, <laughs> like, oh standing God. up in the middle of the row. The reaction from the rest of the class is just deep hatred and resentment. It's literally like Oh, Chaz duelists, is pissed. Duelists hate him. Boy arrives 40 minutes late to an exam and does not care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I, I would, Chaz is pissed because he came in like late and then started making a ruckus and Chaz is just like, hey, yeah. guys, we're try- I'm trying to pass this test because I actually yeah, care. Yeah, some, some of us plan to pass this test and Jaden's like, yeah, well, I, I plan to pass tests all the time, but, you know, it doesn't always work out. <laughs> And then, and then Doctor Banner finally takes notice and is like, "Hey, dude, come up here and get your test and be quiet." Mm-hmm. Um, but then, he, and then we just cut. We just cut to after the test, and Jay, Cyrus and Jaden are both. Yeah, asleep why is Jaden asleep? He slept the whole night. And like, like, well, he's he's t- he's tuckered out from pushing the old lady's truck. Oh, up that's the hill. fair. Yeah. Again, master of cuts, GX. Um, yeah, and then like there's a li- there's like a brief shot of the Navy arriving on the island. Chronos mm-hmm. seems to have like a fun plan, um, and then it's the end of the test, and all the students like stampede out. Yeah, there's there's an there's like an announcement. Uh, hey, the 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 new rare cards have arrived, and all the kids just barrel through uh, Doctor Doctor Banner to get to him. <laughs> this this. Dual monsters based economy that Kaiba has created in this 
about to be dystopian future that is 5Ds is wholly <laughs> unsustainable. How, what have you done, Kaiba? <laughs> um, they're taking the they're taking the written test first, and then after that, they have the practical or field exam where that you duel a number another person in your dorm, and like presuming you win that duel, the winner of that duel, and if you do well enough on the written exam, you can move up to the next dorm. So. If you win, yeah. if you succeed in both of these things, you could go from Cypher Red to Raw Yellow, which is said in the sub to very rarely happen. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You, pretty much if you're a Cypher, you're a Cypher for most of the time you're a Duel Academy, which I find pretty crazy if you think about it. Because, like, yeah. you'd think there'd be a lot you of know, people in Cypher. Well, no, it's not so crazy when you consider this is a, a, a school island run by Seto Kaiba. So, of course, there is enforced scarcity of cards. There is not very much class mobility. That's true. It's a hellscape. Do you know Kaiba how hard it, it was to mobility. get those cards here? He does shipments as often as he can, but like it takes a whole fleet of naval vessels to get one suitcase full of cards. It's tough, okay? It's hard out there for a Duel Monsters player. I'm not buying it, Mr. Kaiba. <laughs> yeah, neither I'm not buying I. it. I'm not either, but... Slifer Red will lead a revolution. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, like... Um, Everybody heads to the card shop, and Bastion comes over and wakes up uh, Jaden and Cyrus. Bastion's a real one. Just, yeah. Absolutely, just, like, signed. He's just chill. I love, I love Bastion. I still, I still haven't found out what his, like, subname is, but... Misawa. Misawa Daichi. Misawa. Yeah. yeah, Bastion Misawa. Yeah, but, but oh Misawa. Misawa's his last name in the in the dub as well. Yes, I mean um, it, yeah, it's, but yeah, it's he's his a, last name in the sub. But yeah, he's a good, he's a really good character and a very interesting one that I wish they did a little more with as the show goes on. But I actually really like how they kind of um, just kind of build him up because like they talk a lot about how much Cyrus sucks at the in at dueling, but we never like see his deck or even see him duel except for maybe i think we see no. him play like one turn in the first episode um so like i, I would have kind of liked to see that to kind of get a grip but like masaba like we know he's supposed to be very very smart and very very talented and so they're like he's like oh everyone's running to get rare cards uh so they can beef up their decks before the practical and they're like wait why aren't you going and he's like oh i'm fully confident in what i have so like i think they're kind of yeah, doing- like Doing an intriguing any, any, thing. Any other card would just completely throw off my deck. I don't need them. Yes, exactly. He's very, very sure of himself, and I'm kind of like, okay, I like that they're doing some character building with Bastion. That like, he's good and he knows it. I like that. He's also like incredibly normie core in like a very rewarding way. That sounds like an insult, but it's like really nice actually to have someone who's like as grounded and normal. As he is in, like, this absolutely insane world where card games are currency and, like, <laughs> yeah. and power or whatever. And he's just like, yeah, I'm good at it. It's fine. You could, um, you could say he's like a bastion of stability in this crazy, crazy school. I mean, oh. you could, but hmm. then you'd have to stop being friends with someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he, he, they get a little crazy with him later on when he, like, they devolve his whole thing about being smart into just being, like, obsessed with math. And that's, like, his whole thing. But, uh, yeah, hmm. it's but it's, it works still. I like Bastion a lot. Uh, but so they decide yeah. to run off and check out the card shop. Yeah, so, like, you know, we cut to the card shop. Everyone's at the card shop. Uh, you know, the, the shutter is down. It's kind of like the, the shop at any fucking school. You know, school. You've been there, probably. Um, the, but then they the, turn the around. The shadow troopers storm in. There's a full SWAT team who's 
I was like, oh my god, is police brutality going to happen in this show? What the heck is going to fucking go on? What? Defund Seto um, Kaiba. Defund Seto Kaiba. <laughs> Stop paying to go to Defund his stupid deal school. God. Um, but before, like, yeah, so the, the SWAT team come in, they just kind of stand aside. The guy with the briefcase, like, goes into the shop. Um, but well, All the kids get in there, and the cards are already gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By a mysterious cloaked figure. Yes, Jotaro. Who look? Yeah, Jotaro Kujo, Kujo. Is, is sitting there, and he is he's already taken all the cards. Says, "Mamma mia, my name is Jotaro Kujo." <laughs> I mean, they are both Italian, supposedly. Yeah, more more of a Giorno thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jotaro with Giorno's voice. God, bad. Um, Audrey. Oh, I just said bad. Really? I just oh, bad, okay. bad jo- Jotaro with uh, Jorno's voice, bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, we hit it. Um, but yeah, this mysterious cloaked figure who we could not possibly know who this is um, doesn't have an outrageous Italian accent or all his blonde hair sticking out under his Jokotaro Kuju cap. Or smell vaguely purchased... of Italian food. Yeah, Italian food. Uh, and like, you know, those lipstick stains. There's lipstick stains in my booster packs. He's got spaghetti just bulging out of his pockets. Like, possibly, no way we could tell who this guy Possibly Spanish, is. possibly Italian. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, he's bought all of the cards. Um, and everyone's like really bad and stuff. Um, next thing we cut to is Judai arriving at the shop. And the girl there is like, sorry, there is there's one booster pack left. Yeah, and it's not we're out of rare cards, but we have one single well, yeah, normal that's, booster pack. That's the weird have... thing is that that's that's what in the sub they're like, oh, most of them got taken, but we have this one, and so she puts it down. So that implies that it's like some of the rare cards that got brought, but in the dub they specifically say that all the rare cards got bought by this mysterious figure, and we just have the normal booster packs left, and that's what this is, which makes more sense to me because then everyone's like, oh, we didn't get to buy cards in the sub, but it's like, well, no, they have a pack left, apparently. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the dub actually made a change that made more sense. And I, yeah. I think I think they deserve to be applauded for that. <laughs> so wow. Sometimes you do gotta hand it to the dub. Uh, but, but they start, like, fighting over... Not fighting, but, like, uh, Jaden's like, why don't you take it, Cyrus? And I was like, yes, if anyone needs it, it's Cyrus. Jaden has been crushing it 100% at this school. He's probably fine. Yeah, yeah. and, like, like Judai knows this as well, because, you know, Show is like, oh, my deck sucks, Shit, I just wanted more cards. And Judai is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> Can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I saw you at the entry exams. You sucked, buddy. You really need these. I was just like, what is he even doing in this school? Once again, I'm, like, constantly forced to, like... He didn't even know what a field spell card like, does. How did he like, get in? Like, okay, like, with... With Judai... With, with Judai, his test scores are miserable, but he, like, beat Kronos. Like, he's good at dueling. We see this. What, like... What is Sho doing here? <laughs> he sucks shit at... That, I mean, that becomes a thing. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you, have you... I don't think you guys have... No, I think you see his brother at one point, right? And it's maybe touched on why he's here? Um, We have no. not... We have not gotten to the Kaiser yet. He does appear in the opening. Um, yeah. But we have not gotten to Fubuki yet. No. Yeah. I have. Oh. I have in the manga. But... but interesting. But the answer... Can't wait to find out what that's about. Yeah, without spoilers, the answer is family expectation. Um, uh. No, but I mean, like, what? Is, how did he even get in? I mean... By, by barely passing, the same as Jaden. I guess. Except that, except that Jaden is just good at card games, and Cyrus is just, like, okay at both, and t- maybe bad. Um, but who shows up at the card shop, but the Lady Jaden helped. Yeah. Lady in van. 
Yeah, and she's like, well, you know, uh, you were such a nice young boy this morning. I saved some of the cards for you. Uh, hey, kid. Hey, kid, I got some rare cards in the back. <laughs> her name is Miss Tomei, and I would die for her. Oh, we, you get her name in the sub? We do. Dang, we don't, we don't get it. Uh, it I love her. It's Dorothy or Miss Dorothy? I don't know if they say it in this episode, though, but her name we learned. Does she stick around? Oh, she Please recurring tell character? Me. Yeah, she's a recurring character. She comes back a bunch. Oh, that, that's wonderful. She's great. Yes. I love her. So, so is uh, Fonda Fontaine from the previous episode. She shows up a couple times. Yeah, I could only assume that she shows up more. Um, so yeah, Jaden actually does get some rare cards. I mean, we don't uh, see it. She just yeah, she's we don't just see like, what the rare cards are. She's just she, like, I saved something for you because you were a nice boy. Yeah. You're a sweet boy. Yeah. You're such a nice boy. I love you so much. You push my van around. Uh, <laughs> and then it, it, is it then that we find out what? Uh, Dr. Crowler is doing with all those rare cards that he got. Uh, well, no, we oh, find out what Jotaro is doing with those rare cards. I don't think Dr. Crowler. Uh, yes, scene. of course. My bad. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, I would Dr. Dr. Crowler. Crowler. Yeah, Dr. Crowler wasn't. Yeah, we haven't seen him yet today. I don't know what he's up to. Yeah. So Chaz and his goons are uh, walking around. They're telling Chaz like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, boss. By the time we got there, all all the cards was bought, so we couldn't get none for you." <laughs> I love his henchman's uh, southern accent. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, shout out Maddie Blaustein. Yeah, that was Maddie Blaustein, right? Yeah, good. They're simply just normal teens for us. I think one of them it's might like, be a girl. It's like, hey, Trash, which I like. Couldn't get those cards for you. The, <laughs> yeah, the one, the one that is voiced by Maddie Blaustein in the dub is a girl in the sub. Oh, okay, and probably a girl in the dub as well, since it's voiced by Maddie yeah, Blaustein. Possibly. I don't, we don't know. Yeah, they don't ever get named in the show. His two goons. If I'm, I'm going to assume it's a girl. Because she's voiced by Maddie Blaustein. Um, it's free. It's free gender realistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, uh, yeah. So Chaz doesn't have any rare cards either, but Jotaro appears at the top of the stairs. I uh, fucking... Card seller. Card seller. I'm going into dueling and I need only your strongest cards. I need only your strongest <laughs> Traveler, you couldn't handle my cards. They are too strong for you. Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, Manjome is like, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need any cards. Like, there's no one in Obelisk Bully who could possibly beat me. Immediately cut to this voice from our screen being like, hmm, but what about the Judah Yuki? Could you beat him in a duel? <laughs> I will say, Manjome also makes, like, a really good point, which he's like, I don't, like, he, his, like, henchmen are freaking out specifically about the exams. And he's like, it would have been really cool to get, like, new rare cards, but, like, I'm not. I wouldn't have used them for the exams we're about to take in like 20 minutes anyway. Like you can't develop a new yeah, strategy. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, a that's deck. a very good point. Mm-hmm. I like maybe you get, maybe you get a cool new spell card or something that you could use, but it's not like if even if you did yeah. get like an awesome thing, if you change You're your deck, you're not gonna up be able bunch, to restructure your entire deck around. Yeah, because you won't yeah. be familiar with how your deck works now. <laughs> like so, so uh, Chaz sure is already it. ahead of the curve. Yeah, but, yeah. But then yes, um, Mamma Mia, could you beat Judai Yuki? <laughs> Yeah. And Di so, molto. Di molto. So yeah, the mysterious cloaked figure, you know, is like, whips their fucking flasher cloak and is like, I have loads of these rare cards. Uh, do you want them? And Manjome is like, no. We do get a shot of Ojama King. Ojama <laughs> King is in the jacket, but we don't see it in, like actually yes. played in this episode. Okay. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, but, but also, again, this is what I was saying. Crowler, or excuse me, Jotaro, the most extra person alive. You did not need to line your cloak with these cards. It was purely, yeah, that must have taken time. Purely for right? dramatic effect. 
purely for dramatic effect, this. I think I think you must get hired to, you know, Sato Kaiba's Duel Academy based... You, you, there must be, like, a test of, like, drama levels. Like, how dramatic yes. can you be? Oh. That's why this guy is the head of Obelisk Blue, because he's a man after Kaiba's own heart. Yeah, it's like Jaden didn't do very well on the, the written exam, did very well on the practical. Uh, you know, Dr. Crowler didn't do very well on all the other parts of the interview, but on the drama scale, he was off the charts, so he had to get hired. Kaiba's only hiring requirement is, would you fit in a death tea? <laughs> Which, because now I'm thinking of, like, what would Dr. What's-His-Face Banner's role in death tea be like? Because he is quite quiet, quite reserved. He is, a chi- Maybe, he is the most chill. Yeah. I can't, can't wait to see That's his what I'm dramatic saying. There, side. Are, there, there are other, you know, there's other reasons they got hired. Maybe Dr. Banner just got hired for being, like, a good teacher. I don't know. Or, or, he, got, or he got hired... For being, he, doubt. He went yeah, to, I, I can, I can hear you all doing the doubt emoji through <laughs> the, the microphone. I, I was gonna say maybe he went to Seto Kaiba and was like, I can turn trading cards into gold, and Seto Kaiba was hired. <laughs> no, no, no. Seto Kaiba was like, mm, yeah, but can you turn gold into trading cards? <laughs> I do have and a lot more gold than trading cards. <laughs> now that I think about yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> and I can turn gold into weed. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, he clearly can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Manjomi also Manjomi makes the point of like, okay, but like, I'm I'm not going to be dueling Judai. We're only matched up with people from our own house. At which point, the mysterious cloaked figure whips off their mask, and surprise, surprise, who is it? But Grandos de Medici. Um, at which point, uh, Manjomi is like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you want me to fight Judai because you lost to him, and Kronos dies immediately. <laughs> uh, Ripped to a real one yet again. F. Yeah. Gone so soon. (laughs) Says the guy who almost lost to him two episodes ago. Uh, (laughs) True. But yeah, he like he basically just kind of begs uh Manjobe slash Chaz to to fight Judai. Yeah, and then we just cut straight to like the duel. Well, there's a good. I like the way he explains it to him because he's like he says like we can't uh, duel. They won't let us. We're not in the same house. And then uh, Crowler goes, "They, I'm they. I can make it happen. I just need to know you're down." And he's like, "Yeah, let's also he's not binary." Yes, yeah. If there's one thing I, Kronos de Medici, am proficient in, it's clownery. Yeah, so we cut to the duel. Jaden's like, "Oh, I'm dueling a novelist blue. This is weird, but okay." Yeah, he yeah, and uh, there's actually a good goof in the dub where he's like, "Yes, well, you know, I there's no one in Slifer who could really challenge you, so I managed to work this out, assuming you accept." And then you cut to Bastard in the stands being like, "Only a fool would accept this," and then Jaden just goes, "I'm in." <laughs> like, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, this is obviously a trap. There's yeah. something up, and then Jaden's just like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, this will look fun. We'll finish our match. Yeah, they established that if if Judai wins, he's gonna go into Rai Yellow. Um, Kronos de Medici is like duel, and then runs off screen as fast as he can. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and yeah, Judai's just hyped to duel. Yes, and this is a great duel. This is one of this is one of my favorites, especially maybe in the, definitely. The... He's just glad to be nominated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's just yeah. happy to be here. He's always happy when he's dueling, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, Manjome has like a bunch of rare cards. A lot of which I like recognize. Like he played Magic Mallet and I was like, I've seen that card in like yeah. the couple of breed before. Yeah, although Magical Mallet is that's not how Magical Mallet works. <laughs> it's blatant. Yeah. they blatantly get that wrong in the show. Both in the dub and the sub. I thought that maybe they in the dub just messed Did it up. Did Magical Mallet exist at that point in the card game? 
Well, I mean, we allied uh, it in our tournament. I think, yeah, so. I think it's an older card, so oh, I think so. Yeah, it must have because we <laughs> because we of our followed all the rules. Who knows? We didn't let anyone accidentally put in uh, newer cards <laughs> by accident. It's fine. Who knows? Um, yeah, he plays Magical Mallet. He plays uh, a couple of other monsters that just instantly fuse together into a big cannon. Yeah, he does Voltron, uh, yeah. basically. Hi, welcome to our Zoids podcast. <laughs> this is a Zoids podcast now because these are yeah. just Zoids. <laughs> He, yeah, because simply Zoids. At first, he just gets well, something funny that happens is so Jaden summons Clayman. He goes first, lays Clayman down in defense mode, which is his highest Love defense Clayman. monster. And then everyone in that's watching the duel gasps. They're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and I was like, "It's like a level four monster, dude." Yeah, it's like <laughs> he opened the duel by playing a monster in defense mode. That's like how ninety percent of the duels start. Like, what is everyone gasping about? It's got two thousand defense points. Yeah, it's like opening a game of chess by moving your king pawn up two spaces. Yeah, it's and like... then everyone's like, "Oh my god, what a what a maneuver!" Um, I can't believe he's done this. But then Chaz does the magical mallet nonsense, and then he summons V Tiger Jet and W Flying Catapult, and the, those combine together uh, because through the power of Union Monsters to form VW Tiger Catapult, and. Then the turn goes by. He he like Jaden's on the defense of the whole duel, which is pretty uh like I think meant to intimate how powerful these rare cards are. Because like he never plays a monster in attack mode up until the end, and like Chaz is always flipping his monsters into attack mode right. so they can deal damage to him because those are the effects of the uh Tiger Jet and then XYZ Dragon Cannon, who we see in a bit. Um but then like yeah, he gets both of them out, and then they just combine to form the freaking Megazord, which is uh, V through Z dragon catapult he does, cannon. He gets like the XYZ dragon cannon, which didn't Kaiba play that? Yeah, Kaiba played that a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it makes even bigger robot. Yeah. Large. Wow. It's like 50 cool feet robot. tall. Yeah, it's, it's a cool ridiculous. design. I like the design a lot. It's a cool card. You don't really get to see it, like, because it's too big. It doesn't fit on the screen. Yeah, you, just you mostly just see it, time. like, from the chest down. <laughs> or, like, really far away. That's true. Yeah. And. You know, shit's, shit's, I know, going pearly for, pearly for Judai, uh, but then he draws the card that the, the van lady gave him. Fucking, uh, what's her face? Tomei? Dorothy. Yeah, either or. Tomei. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which is called Transcendent Wings. Yeah, and he's like, oh, great, love this shit. Uh, and he plays Winged Karibu, at which the entire crowd go, kawaii! Which, yeah, extremely. That is the only valid response to Winged Karibo. It's mostly the entire crowd, but they specifically zoom in on girls with like hearts around them being like, oh, it's so cute. And I was like, ladies only want mm-hmm. one thing, and that thing is Winged Karibo. <laughs> ladies only want one thing. And that is Winged Karibo. Um, yeah. But then, so this is what's interesting, is like, um, Chaz probably could have won this <laughs> if he didn't goof up so bad. And the dub address, yeah. the, I mean, the sub addresses this, um, but it's really weird because... Uh, he, so the, the dragon catapult cannon has an effect where it can just banish one monster on Jaden's field. So if Dirk, and I, sorry to get into card game mechanics, which they don't always talk about in the show. If Dirk is main phase, he had just activated that effect and banished Wing Karibo, he would have won. That's it. But the way it's kind of implied is that I think he went to his battle phase and then activated the effect. And then that's how Jaden won. Cause that you can only do the transcendent wings thing during his battle mm. phase. So he just goofed up real, real bad. <laughs> Chaz just was, a misplay we've all done it yeah it happens I'm not saying, and honestly you know it's, it shows room for growth from Chaz because yeah he like attacks slash tries to banish Wink Karibo, uh 
And then Jaden activates Transcendent Wings, which turns him into Wing Karibo, level 10. Uh, yeah, it gets these huge, just gigantic wings on it. It gets, like, battle armor he with a, a dragon, dragon head helmet. on it. Yeah, he looks like Kirby yeah. when he swallows somebody, like Captain Falcon or something. Yeah. So, the I didn't understand that Kariba was wearing, like, a cool helmet. It could, because it kind of looks like there's just a bigger monster that's, like, holding Karibo. In yeah, his mouth. Yeah, yeah. No, like in his, like just giving him a little cuddle. Yeah, like like Karibo is whole. Like Karibo, Karibo is the little spoon, and the monster yeah. is the big spoon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was going on with this design. Just a spoonful of Karibo. Just a spoonful of Karibo helps the deal go die, which it does because Judai wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he uh, wing Karibo level ten destroys the big monster, and then all its attack points get dealt as damage to Chaz. And then he summons Avian and then just wipes out the rest of his life points. Yeah, so what, wow. um, what is what is really funny to me about this last turn is that, like, uh, so, again, they're both down to a thousand life points. And Judai's like, all I need to do is draw a, a card that has, like, a thousand attack points. And, like, it's made out as, like, something difficult to do. And all I could think about was that yeah. scene from um, Legally Blonde where it's like, you drew a monster with more than a thousand attack points? And you're like going, what? what? Like, it's hard? Like, it's hard? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, you could have drawn, like, a spell or something, I guess. But uh, but but also, yeah, it's just rare, I feel like, in Yu-Gi-Oh! for duels to come down to that. To be like, if you don't draw a monster, then the duel continues, basically. Yeah, because, you know, I guess the play that actually won in the duel was the last one and not, like, the final blow, which was just kind of like, whatever. But, yeah. Um, it was just kind of like, yeah. I win at the end. Mm-hmm. Although something that confused me is that Elemental Hero Avion is like a dude with bird wings and he has like one bird claw over one of his hands. And so when he sends him to attack Chaz, the the, the way he attacks him is with the non-claw hand. And I was like, what? He has the claw. Why not? Didn't want to hurt him too much. Like, like, I guess. But I was like, you have the claw, dude. Like scratch him with the claw. Like, know, listen, listen, maybe thing. he's got, you know, delicate... Maybe he's had, he's had his bird nails did. Oh, doesn't want to mess yeah. him up. That's yeah. fair. He wasn't expecting to duel... And so he, yeah, he got, got called out and was like, God damn it, I can't break these. While while COVID's going on, you have to time your manicures really, really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, like what what I really like about the the end of this duel, and actually I think most of Judai's duels so far, is that he keeps using his opponent's monsters' own strength to like, and turns it back on them and defeats them like that. yeah. Yeah, um, which I think just ties really well in the theme of like you know he's got his hero deck. He's constantly doing like all might level hero stuff, like helping a lady push a fan up a hill just because he's nice. And it's just kind of the show, you know, slamming me in the face like Judai is the hero of this anime, and I'm like, yes, he sure fucking is. Fucking yeah. is good to he me. Sure is. Yeah, I think it's also supposed to kind of play into the idea that he's using. Uh, this doesn't get hit on so much in the dub. I, I think uh, Majome mentions it in the sub, like that the hero monsters are all kind of weak on their own, and like yeah, he's always kind they of work better as a team. Yeah, they work better as a team, and like you can turn your opponents like really strong monsters against them, kind of thing. Uh, it's a it, just it like works. Haiku. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, you know, like Flame Wing Man, his favorite card. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like it, it deals like the opponent's monsters attack to their life points if if they're destroyed like it's a lot of cool stuff like that yeah Um, i also love that i think i don't know if 
he doesn't summon any effect elemental heroes in this duel, but he did in the other one. I just love that he calls the effects superpowers. That's such like a fun little flavor mm. thing that he's like, Thank, <laughs> thanks to Thunder Giant's superpower. I like, I, I, I wish that I wish that was like just the thing he always did because it's so cute. Um, yeah, yeah. But then he wins and he gets into raw yellow apparently. So he, yeah. he like wins. The principal gives like a speech, but like this is peak dealist performance. Look at that, you have to accept it. <laughs> blah blah. But just during this whole scene, there's this really funny like confetti overlay. Yes, it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> Which looks like a Windows 1998 yeah, screensaver yeah, like a, yeah. type. It looks like when you wish someone a happy birthday on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. It just, and it's just. Could, it's the, there it's for like the balloons that show up on your birthday on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like he's like mugging to the crowd and everyone's like clapping and he's just like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Chaz. Yeah, he really likes attention, which I love. Oh, yeah. He loves it. Again, like the whole hero theme. He loves attention. For sure. And uh, Chaz is very, uh, I don't want to say heartbroken, but very salty about having No, lost. I'd say heartbroken. Yeah, that's fair. They, this they, Part of the reason why I wanted to be on for these episodes is because I... Truly, as much as I love Jaden, I also l- deeply love the character of Chaz slash Majome. And this is where his character arc truly begins, is his, like, how he takes this loss. And uh, mm-hmm. it's it's something to behold, I assure you. But he's just sitting there being like, I'll get that, Jaden Yuki. Yeah. Actually, like, I haven't mentioned it again because I wasn't really on last episode, but I really like Chaz Majome's, like, design. Because he's kind of, like... Because he's got, like, the, the Yugi-esque Yu-Gi-Oh hair, but it's, like, yeah. black and twisted. Mm-hmm. I think it's themes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. He's a great well, character. Um, welcome to his his twisted hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he goes into the hairdressers and he says, please do my twisted hair. <laughs> my beautiful, dark, twisted hair. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of tell that you were... It almost feels like he, he wanted a pompadour, but he just entirely fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. Like the way it kind of swoops over his head. I don't know. <laughs> a pompadour fused with the Yugi Mogado style. Yeah. Yeah, the, the dual academia hairdressers have like a hard job. The hardest job of all on, in this school, really, I think. Um, so yeah, the, the, so the final scene is back in the Slifer Red dorm, and Sho and Hayato are there. Judah, of course, isn't, because he's gone off Osiris to Ra Yellow. He's, he's Osiris Red. Uh, Sho <laughs> Red. Um, and they're like, oh man, I can't believe he's dead. Uh, and then Judah sort of slams yeah, the door with dead. it. What? Sometimes I can still hear his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there you go. I was just setting up Audrey for that one. Okay, I, 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 that took me a second to process when you said that. I was like, yeah, yeah, the, the, this is the scene, and then you're like, I can't believe he's dead, and then I was like, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, psych, he's staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't leave his friend Cyrus behind and Chumley, I guess. Uh, they're um, not really friends yet. Chumley's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, Chumley's just been an asshole the whole time yeah. they've been here. He, he turned, comes around eventually. Against all expectations for anyone else in this show, um, uh, I I think Judai actually genuinely does like the uh, the dorm itself. Like he was having a yes. great time at the welcome dinner, um, eating the you know fish and rice or whatever, and he was like, "Oh yeah, my own bed." Like <laughs> it's he's he's like kind of makes ocean you wonder view. what his home life is like. 
Yeah, not great, probably. In the, in the dub, he's like, well, you know, Raw, they, they have their fancy dorms and their nice spiffy blazers, but, you know, it wouldn't be the same without the, the leaky roof and the cockroaches and the the, the dirty beds and uh, and without you, Cyrus. Yep. I miss you. Yeah, in, 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 in the dub, they lean more on him uh, being, fr- like, staying because of Cyrus. In the sub, it's more just like he really likes living in this life of red dorm although i think the real underlying reason is that he knows cyrus ain't gonna make it without him like Cy- like he, like oh cyrus would be gone yeah cyrus needs if... his help he like <laughs> someone needs to help cyrus and it might as well be him uh and cyrus is absolutely uh driven to tears devastated in a good way by this uh just all over Jaden, hugging him crying into his shirt uh this is the exact behavior that and 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 i i know this is not a great reference because not many people of our listeners have probably seen zeta gundam listen to wild cool robot but this is the exact behavior of like some of the girl in in zeta gundam towards the protagonist when they're madly in love with them like exactly what's going on and it just kind of confirms to me that show cyrus is has a huge crush on on absolutely no ten thousand percent yeah um, which is kind of cute, but also a little bit pathetic, which I kind of feel is shows whole character at this point. I was gonna say, yeah, that literally just describes Cyrus. Cute, but a little bit pathetic. <laughs> yeah. He's trying yeah. his best. Um, but that is episode. I do want to mention before we end the episode that, like, Judai's love for this life of Red Dorm. So this life of Red Dorm genuinely reminds me of my own ass boarding school. Like, the color palette, like the style of beds, this sort of underfunded, dilapidated nature. I'm like, Jesus, this is too familiar. <laughs> Wait, you like see- I could post pics in the Discord server. Like it's genuinely, yeah, too close to home. So you guys didn't have lavish baths where water poured from, uh, you know? We did not statues. have lavish baths. We had shitty showers. And one time when I was in the shower, one of my like uh, roommates called me over and was like, oh, hey, check out what my nipple can do. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? So like, literally, that's boarding school. <laughs> so they nailed it. Amazing. Um, did you have cockroaches? No, not cockroaches. Um, we weren't quite that bad. Okay. Um... But it, it was it was a bit it was a bit dodge. Again, we weren't very well funded. We, cl- we, we like, like the boarding school closed when I was in fifth year because it just simply could not support itself. Wow. Um. Well, I hope they taught you how yeah. to do it. To go to our question. Yeah, they they, they they didn't teach me how to deal very well. That's probably that's the source of all my trauma. <laughs> um, if only they taught me how to deal. If they had had a dueling program, I'm sure they would have been very well funded. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Of course. End of episode. We do not have a segment because Dan is silenced and also we've been going for like three hours we do have some questions however we have one question in the discord kirby the cleric asks what's going on with mokuba in this timeline max says he's Mm. dead i say (laughs) fuck off max no he's running kabakorp he's running the Uh, naval forces he's running the secret not so secret navy i think elliot would probably have a lot to say about this uh vis-a-vis like mokuba going to therapy getting a secret boyfriend (laughs) <laughs> all that sort of fun stuff that uh, Elliot likes to talk about that yeah. I don't remember all of. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Mokuba's living his best life wherever he is. He's literally running all of Kaiba Corp shit while Kaiba is trying to fuck Yami in the ancient Egyptian afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying. I would say succeeding. Oh, held on a second. Theory. Yeah. This is still run by Kaiba. I don't think it's run by Sato Kaiba. Mm. I think the Kaiba corp that 
the the titular Kaiba of GX is in fact Mokuba. Interesting. I think he's the main Kaiba because Sado Kaiba might just be dead. Uh, I mean, I think he gets I mean, better, does, but... I mean, I mean, we see Kaiba a few times in the show, yeah. um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the day-to-day operations are thrown. No, we know it's not a body double. That's true. It could be a hologram at this point. Mokuba, oh. <laughs> oh my god, Seto Kaiba is the Yu-Gi-Oh! World's uh, version of Avril Lavigne. What if, <laughs> what if it's like a Wizard of Oz thing and Mokuba is running Kaiba Corp, but has the hologram of Seto Kaiba to like go okay. talk, to call into meetings and stuff? So everyone's like, yeah, Seto Kaiba's mm. still doing it, but he's, you know, in the Egyptian afterlife and what all. But Mokuba's being like, finally, it's Mokuba's time to shine. Which I guess, I don't know what the time skip between main series and GX is, but like, would Mokuba be legally old enough to run a company? Um, I think so. It's always kind of been up in the air. In the this amount, universe, the, yes. The, oh Kaiba's yeah, for sure. Yeah, since that's, he was an ex- Mokuba's age. that's an that's an excellent point, especially in this universe. Um, but yeah, the time the time skip has always been very confusing uh, between Yu Gi Oh and GX. Uh, I've always heard people assume it was somewhere around like ten years. Yeah, it's something like that. I I think a lot of that is based on seeing old Yugi in the yeah. uh, first episode. Cause, but we see Kaiba later, and he and he looks exactly the same. Um, but like I something actually, this is a funny bit. Is that when I first watched the show, like as a kid, and you meet old Yugi, I didn't get that that was supposed to be old Yugi. I thought that was like it was Atem, and like he just ran into Yugi before uh, the the events oh, of season five wait. happened. Like, so that was j- like, so hmm. the exams were, you know, in the summer and then season five happened, a team, a time leaves. And then like school starts after that. That was my mm-hmm. theory. But then everyone's like, it's old Yugi. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I realized he doesn't have the puzzle when you see him in uh, the first mm-hmm. episode. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, that can't be a time then if he doesn't have the puzzle. Um, but it, the timeline of GX gets more and more confusing as it goes on. I assure you, but it's good. So okay, who cares? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all our questions. We do not have anything on the Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Mokuba's doing great. That's all you need to know. Great. Before we do plugs, I am just going to say, listeners, we have a Patreon. Um, you know, uh, join at the $2 level to get bonus episodes. Join at the $5 level, you can get shoutouts, cool color, uh, voting rights. We're also going to see if we can add in the thing where you can listen live on episodes. I don't know how that works on Discord, so I'm going to have to figure that out before I can officially add it to the thing. Uh, at the $10 a month level, we do a thing where we are going to send out physical products. I think I'm going to say, I think we're going to, um, what I'm going to say, if you join this month, if you join in November, so you're subbed for December, January, and February, we're going to start gathering things together in January and then start posting them out in February. So I know we said four months, but if you join this month and you promise that you'll be a patron until March... We probably still send you a package because we're really nice. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, we're the nicest podcast hosts you've ever known. <laughs> From Argyle, the, the mean one. <laughs> <laughs> we're average, the nicest we're nice. podcast hosts currently hired by. Sato I'm only Kaiba. mean by comparison. And that is only, extremely true. And not only are the hosts very nice, but the products are all very nice. I have a few pot of greed products. Uh, I have a lovely mug that they sent me, and. Uh, a, a nice cup of greed that I got for winning the cup of greed, and they're both of immense quality. So if I'm sure the products you receive will also be quality, so you should absolutely give them money. Yeah, these days you don't have to compete and win our products and services. You can also you purchase can just them pay with money. to win. That, it's well, pay to win. Not it right. is pay to win. But if you want to be like me and get them for free, you just have to beat me at card games. So 
Yeah, um, you have to beat Lucas at a card game <laughs> if you want to get the mugs for free. <laughs> That's really easier said than done. Like like we said, he's, run, he's won the tournament twice. I, I'm sure. If you ever lose the Cup of Greed, will you send the winner the cup? Uh, I don't know because I I won that for the <laughs> That's first. Fair. I won that for the yeah, first cup no. of greed. I, I, we we come up with unique prizes yeah. for each cup. Had you, so I mean, like, had you, you know. guys asked me to, I probably would have. But I figured that that was the prize. I would ask you to. I just I just I thought I'd run it by you live on air. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my most... statement. <laughs> um, but I'm no, I'm sure someone will beat me in the cup of greed. I I I said it during both cup of greeds that I am truly flabbergasted that I won both of them because i did not think that that was going to happen i thought i was going to do okay and maybe even lose in the first round uh and i won both times and i had a blast doing it so please as many all of you listeners next time we do the cup of greed please come and try and take me down i I want we want as many participants as possible because that makes it more fun please yeah and where can people find you on the internet uh, you can find me on twitter at wildfire underscore king uh because i couldn't get at wildfire unfortunately um, but you can also find my podcast, uh, at D comedy podcast, uh, on Twitter where me and my, and on AudioEntropy.com is where that's, uh, hosted, uh, where me and my sister talk about all the Disney channel original movies. We do one month at a time. We, we go through them one month at a time and, uh, it's a pretty fun show. I think people really seem to like it. So check it out. If that sounds like your thing, I don't talk about Yu-Gi-Oh that much on that one because my sister won't let me, but, uh, <laughs> if you like Disney channel or Disney stuff, maybe that'll be for you. But I'm very happy I could be here to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! And just kind of get it all out of my system. So thank you very much for so, having me. Um, you're, are you saying you're a sister? Does they let you talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! No, I'm afraid not. Thanks. That's that's my th- four, four, third joke of the episode. Um, I've been Sarah. You can find me on the internet at Sarah McCostumes. <laughs> you can also possibly go to my website, which is sarahmcclintock.com. And I'm trying to open a knitwear shop which sells JoJo's Bizarre Adventures themed knitwear. And now check it out. That's my plugs. Sweet. Hell yeah. I am Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. Uh, it is now called Kamurocho Radio. Uh, we just yesterday recorded uh, a kind of first impressions episode on Yakuza 7. It was a lot of fun. And any day now, we're, we're winding up to get back into Yakuza Kiwami. We are going to have that encounter. It's going to happen. I promise. And that's it. Cool. Um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum and Prime, my funny internet robot joke. Uh, I do not currently have any other podcasts outside of this one, but if you're interested in uh, possibly hearing more from me on that front or, you know, seeing some possible writing from me, um, like critical analysis or whatever, media, whatever, uh, you can follow at the reticulation. That's T H E R E T I C U L A T I O N on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, uh, which is the URL for a website I'm trying to launch with a good friend of mine that will be highlighting LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. And that's me. Nice. Nice, nice. We all together have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. You can find us on did the, you can find our Discord server if you go to kaiba.online. And that's it. I already talked about the Patreon. Goodbye. We are also on the noisebase.xyz network. There are many other good podcasts there and you should go visit it. Yeah. We're not going to list them. We're already going too long. Yeah. Bye. 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 Peace. Thank you for the podcast. Get your game on. Bye. Get your game off. Get your game out of here. Oh my <laughs> god, you can't bring that thing in. Ew.